Yes, sir. You know what it is. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Man Over Music. Welcome back to another episode of Man Over Music. Or Music Over Man. <laughs> or Music Over Man. With your lovely host, Smisha. And Jakar. And we back at it again with another week of Hot Not Topics. How you doing today, beautiful? I am doing... Oh, thank you. I am doing... Um, okay. Let me just put it that way. Um... But I'm blessed. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, um, as you was about to get ready to answer, right? Mm-hmm. I had that, uh, it's the song where punks jump up to get beat down. That's how I felt. That's how I feel, too. Like, you know how you you was, uh, like, you was floating on Kyle 10 just to get, like, swatted down just a little bit. But it's all good. Yeah, you know. You it's know, all good. Life comes with its ups and downs. Yeah. It's about how you handle it. And... Let me say that. Let me say this too, Marsha. Um, I think it was uh kind of good that we heard that uh, message this morning when the it was something that you was playing on TikTok and it was talking about like how do you how does somebody uh, deal with uh, life and adversities like uh, well dealing with a loss of a job or any like oh any. it was uh, saying basically uh, when you're getting to know people you need to see them in all different seasons. How do they react if they lose someone? How do they react or lose a job or how do they react in, in a moment like this? You know, it was something like that. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah, no. Nah. So, um, anyway, not anyway, but. Yeah, anyway. 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 It's all good. We still in, you know, we still got our health. We still in good shape. Um, and, you know, we, we. We know uh, we know where we need to go with uh, the journey we're we are on. Yes, yes. So yes, that's we do. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, dang. Well, I'ma just my week or my day is uh, going good. But let, before we really get to all of that stuff, Happy Father's Day! We're coming to you live from Father's like Father's <laughs> Day. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of guys they don't get the proper recognition of uh, Father's Day. So, happy Father's Day to you all! Yes, happy y'all are greatly Day. appreciated. You know, because life couldn't be brought into this world without y'all. That is either. true. That so is true. you need that sperm. You need that uh that secret sauce to make that, that egg. You need that sacred sauce to scramble that egg. Yeah, I want those eggs to be scrambled. Oh yeah, you're right. But yeah, it do it, it be it be scrambling, <laughs> falling in the right place. Anyway, <laughs> but um, shout out to all the fathers. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, let me ask you this, Marsha. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Father's Day gift that you've given? I don't know. I'm like, I, can't. I didn't. Hey, no, it don't have to be. It don't have to be that it wasn't used. Or favorite your favorite one that you that you got and you was just like oh I I know this is the one. Um. Well, uh, I guess a wallet. <laughs> That's what I be giving. I mean, but my 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 dad, you know, he like this Father's Day we got him some Klondike um ice cream bars. Yeah, that's that's, that's probably the most that useful. He likes, so. Yeah. And I do like to get useful things. Yeah. So, 
I think that was his birthday or Father's Day. I think last Father's Day I got him a wallet. You did. And he ain't used it yet. He's At still all. using the old wallet I got him. So either way, it's okay. It's all right. You know? Hey, I've still yet to see him break out his birthday <laughs> present either. So It's all right. He, he's know. saving it for a good day. He sure is. Well, not a good day, but for the right time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this is so morbid. This is so morbid. Hey, I was going the but same if, way. If he was to pass away, I'm gonna tuck that that new wallet into his pocket, <laughs> <laughs> so I can know he he even made some good use out of it. It's all <laughs> it's all good because I was gonna say I'm gonna slide them shoes on his feet. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you had those shoes on in my wallet <laughs> in the wallet that I got him. So yeah, it'll work out. He 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 gonna use it. Talk about fresh to death. Fresh to death. And you know it's new and unused, both of them. So, but I don't really, that's the thing with presents. Like, anyway. Yeah, no, you, I mean, you get them just, you know, do you, well, do you get presents or gifts to make you feel good? You know, but it's also, it's like a, it's a, um, it's like you showing somebody off in a, in a sense, like when, you see them wear something that you gave them. It's just like, oh, yeah, I did that. I did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it's an ego thing. I ain't mad at it, though. I appreciate it. Hey, Top, can you turn the um, headphones down just a little bit? Louder. Uh, a little bit louder. <laughs> uh, like, I want you to turn it down a little bit. It was just loud, really loud in my ear. Uh, hey, that's mine right there. Uh, it's too low. Oh. I can't even hear anything at this point. What? Oh, well, maybe I should just. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, <clears throat> while, while we working on them things, um, uh, I did want to, I did want to shoot a, a question because we talking about gifts now. And, uh, why is it that mothers, like for mother's day, we go all out. Uh, the mothers like they get a card flowers uh breakfast brunch a dinner uh, you know what uh, do they really get material things like that for real i think so you oh. what i, I mean by so, that like, is like you know and i'm sorry no 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 go ahead like you know like in rap lyrics a lot of the things they say is they gonna get their mama a house they don't never talk about getting their daddy in a house or nothing. Well, well, John Moran bought his daddy a house, so I can't even. I'm not saying it's not done. Um, I feel like for Father's Day, it's like, oh, let's pull together. Let's scrap. Let's get these scraps together. And that's how I feel like Father's Day is treated. Yeah, they always get like the common, like the common things, tools, wallets. Like all men don't even know how to use tools. So... Yeah, let me ask you this. All right, well, not you. So, Tabish, mm-hmm. this is Father's Day. What would you, what would you want to get from your kids? Um. Oh, oh no, excuse me. Shoes. shoes now, so shoes. But they usually scrap together. I'm gonna have to use my daddy's shoes for you. See if you <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, nah, but it, 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 it's, it's the thought. It's always the thought. I can, you see, like, like yesterday, um, Barry asked me, I want to, uh, well, pack a, uh, 
12 pack of Pepsi. Yeah. And is that re- that's really going to benefit him more than it's going to benefit you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's what Father's Day is about the kids. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just yeah, kidding. I, I'm I, just I was kidding. Back. I was about to say, whoa, hold on. <laughs> but that's what it do seem like now. I ain't going to lie. That's yeah. about the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess... Uh, I guess the most thing that fathers probably do be wanting, especially when you get older in age, is just peace. Yeah. Mm. You don't want to be bothered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. So, um, what day was that? Was that, th- was it Thursday or Friday? It was Friday. I want to say it was Friday. Um, we was chilling and, um, Marsha, was there. He was like, oh, you kids are up late tonight. You know, <laughs> the kids are up late tonight. It was so funny. But it was a joke. It was like, a joke, yeah. It was a joke. So yesterday when we had, when we came back, um, you know, we had, went and gave him uh, his Father's Day gift for Klondike bars. And um, and we was just like, well, thank you for letting us stay up late <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you're welcome, but you got to go to sleep early today. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no sleigh stand up late tonight. Right. So, you know, that's exactly what we did. <laughs> we never returned. Yeah, yeah, we did that. So, yeah, no, that's, that was fun. That was cool. Um, <laughs> oh, hey, let me, all right, I'm about to, I'm about to age this out real quick. Just a little bit, Marsha, before we get into uh, the things that we want to talk about. I never really appreciated these shows until now, but um, I think it's called Larmy. Larmory? What what was the name of that? Not 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 Gunsmoke with Matt Dillon. Not that one, not yet. But the the first one we watched, it was Larmory. Whatever. Anyway, more of the story is this this guy, he was playing a uh, a priest. He was playing a father. And I don't know how, but this this priest, he had the he had the most like in tune fight moves. Like his instincts was on point. <laughs> They made this dude seem like he was Jesus in in uh let's say Jesus in uh what's a good what's a good acting fighter you would say? Jet Li. Yeah, like Jesus and Jet Li. Oh my god. You know, the he seen he seen the traps before they was coming. The the dude he was he had ended up having a fight scene with pulled the gun out on him first the night before. And you know, instead of instead of the father getting smoked in, you know, he ended up getting beat up. Like not the, not the pat, like not the priest, but uh-huh. the dude who pulled the gun out on him had him set it up in his own trap. I'm just like, what is this? Mm. Like this is crazy. And he pre predicted the situation. I don't know, like it was just like what you see that they have in in all the movies about Jesus. Mm-hmm. All of them. It's just like. Oh, I seen, I seen this happen. I seen you do this. It's just like, oh well. Not to say that God can't show you things before it happens, but it was just like, oh, this was. It was just crazy. That to me, that was crazy. But um, but shout out to Lamry or Lam, Lam or whatever. Laramie, it might be Laramie. I don't know. But uh, also Gunsmoke. 
Now, this one particular episode of Gunsmoke, I'll watch again. I ain't even finish it, but I'll watch it again. It was called J. Let's just call it, say it's called J. Hutchison. I yeah, think that's. I think it was, I, yeah. Last name had to be Hutchison. It was definitely Hutchison. Um, and this dude, he was an older man. Older man. Had to be in his 70s, I want to say. Came back to. Maybe 60s. Yeah, it had to be like 60s or 70s because yeah. he was gone for 30 years. Okay. When, before he left, he had 500,000 acres of land. Mm-hmm. When he came back, he didn't have as much. In the original home that he, like his family had built and he lived in, was pretty much decimated. So when he seen his son and his grandkids, he, well, he really chastised his son for selling off portions of the land and, um, you know, letting other people take over their land. Now, me being who I am, I understood why the old man was mad because 500,000 acres, that's equivocally uh, one portion of the south suburb of Chicago to Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. That's 500,000 acres. Like, that's a lot of land. But, okay, like, if you needed to sell some... See, I would have wanted to lease the land. I don't know if they leased land back then, back then, but I would rather lease the land than sell it. But if your family fell on hard times, it's not like it went from, like, 500 acres to two. Now, I mean, 500,000 acres to two. Well, that's what, it, that's that's what they like made it seem like. That's That's... Idiot. But that's horrible, but I don't mind selling a little bit if you have to, but he was upset. So, alright, let me ask you this. Alright, let's just say they was left with like 100 acres. Let's say they was left with 100 acres. 100 acres out of 500,000 acres? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, no. Would you chastise your son? Yes. Would you want to go do the takeover? I'm not going to go do the takeover illegally. Is it illegal? I meant like, I, I don't know. We had to figure out a way to get it back legally. Well, I don't but know. But not a grandpa. He was. He was. Like, he was about that action. He was about that action. He kicked a. He kicked another man who was who his son was trying to make his friend out the house and called him called the old man he was kicking out an old fool. Yeah. Like he was pouring up that drink with his grandkids. Yeah. Man. I, I, I'm starting to like this guy a little bit more. I don't know. I mean, like, I understood why he was so upset because he fought so hard to get what he had. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, I guess he didn't teach his son about management and how to keep it before he left. But I know he, I think he was in jail. But at the same time, he's Damn. building. But you got to, you, you still got to invest that time. Yeah. It's just like if you get a whole bunch of money and you don't know how to manage money, you most likely going to, you know, mishandle it. Well, I mean, I don't, I felt like the son was, uh, he was wise. He, but he just wasn't a brute force. Like, his, I don't know if he was wise though, but see, the only reason why I say, I think he was wise because he knew some of the land was wasteland not to say the land is a waste but it was a wasteland it, there was nothing no crops or nothing growing on it mm-hmm. it was nothing they they can do with that mm-hmm. 
you know, and if you feel like it's nothing that you can do with it and somebody else want it, now it comes back to your point, circling back around, you lease it. Mm-hmm. You lease it, you know. See, me in that portion, if I'm going to sell something off, I, I need my deal to be where something with my family name stayed, like, it's in writing. We, you never can get rid of this. I don't care if you sell it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. This has to stay. So no matter no matter what. You gotta give it back. No, 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 no. Like we gotta have we we gotta have like a building or some infrastructure or something with our name on it. Mm. Okay. So boom, you all it's always some history. Cause just think about it now, like a lot of these street names that we got now, we don't even know who these people is. Yeah. You know. Except for the ones with the president's name, but like uh, besides that, who is who's Henry? Yeah. Who's Kimbark? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, give me some infrastructure, right? Yeah, but that's that's what I got who's on that. Kedzie, you know who Kedzie is? Nah, I don't know, but I know everybody be naming their kids that now. Kedzie or Kenzie, yeah, Kenzie. something like that. Mm-hmm. But hey, who's Montgomery? What? Oh, yeah, that was a department store. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was a department store. Though. Yeah, it was. Mm, okay, well, you may, touche. You might have a point now. <laughs> oh, no, I got one fight. Who's Woodlawn? I don't know. Who I, don't know is. I don't know that either, but they got a whole, they got a street and an uh, area. Yeah, and they got a restaurant on 66 in Woodlawn. Are we talking about 723? I mean, 73-23? Yeah. Oh yeah! All right. Well, you know what? <laughs> let's uh, yeah, let's shout out to the homie Chef Q. You know, for the reopening of seventy three twenty three Chicago Cafe. We were there yesterday uh, for the reopening. So if you didn't get a chance to check us out on <clears throat> Maisha's Instagram Live, great promo out there. Nothing, and it wasn't scripted. Like the way the video came out, or how you know how we did it, it wasn't scripted. You know, it did. I thought that was so cool. I thought it was like dope. I started recording the logo, and I was uh coming back from it, and a lady that was in the car. That's when she started asking them questions, like, you know, so what's what they have? What's this? Do they have this on me? I'm like, they got salads, they got smoothies, they got paninis, they got wraps, they got. You know, like uh, treats, treats. Yeah. I didn't say treats, but, but you know, you know, know in that moment. Out. So and she was like, "I'm gonna come back." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." But no, it was it was dope. Um, so shout out to Q. You know, so you know, go check them out. Seventy three twenty three Chicago Cafe, mm-hmm. sixty six in Woodline, right there on the corner. So you cannot miss it. You cannot miss it. It's right there on the corner. You know, it's good food, healthy food, healthy food options. Um, if you are a vegan, they do have vegan options as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little something, it's a little something, something for everybody. Yeah. Um, Those paninis was good. No, nah, it was. Good. I, I'm so I like glad we did. I pickle came with it. Yeah. Yeah. You good. know what? Pause. I don't, I don't be eating pickle, pickles like that no more. Pause. You could talk. Uh, we ain't, you ain't got no, I'm, I'm just looking. I'm just smiling at but, you. But it was, it was enjoyable. But I'm glad we did what we did with, um, what we typically do sometimes is if we don't have a taste for the same thing, we swap, not swap, but with sandwiches, we'll swap one half of the sandwich with each other. So we can both, you know, try, try it out. Yeah. Try it out and we'll know. Yeah. Which one we like more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what, too? I realized 
a lot of times when uh when we do swap, we end up liking the, the other, other person. person's better. Yeah, yeah. I, both of them were good. Yeah, but I did. I think I liked yours. Was it the the head nod you had? Yeah, I had the head nod. And I had the uh, you had the head handshake. shake. Yeah. yeah, but the head I liked the head nod. The handshake was really good to me. Yeah, it was both of them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I like that other one so much. I'm starting to think it's you know we just like what the other person got. That's probably what it is. It is. I mean, uh, it could be. Could a lot be. of people like what other people got. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the difference is, in their situations or other people's situations, they can't have what they, they don't have. What they, yeah, they can't have it. All right. Well, um, I'm a, since you brought that up, I'm a, uh, <laughs> I'm a slide into this topic now. I'm a flip it. You know, but I'm going to just give a little backstory. So, earlier today, we were, uh, well, I was listening to something on YouTube, but I came across something on YouTube from The Breakfast Club, and it was a conversation about uh, women. Would you rather date a married man that always says yes, or a man that is single, like a man that's yours, that will say no to you 45% of the time? Most of the women on there... From what I heard, I didn't even finish it out. But almost every woman said they was dating, they would date or are currently dating a married man. Really? Yes. Hmm. So, here's my question to you. Now, I'm flipping it. Because you're a married woman, mm-hmm. would you rather date a single, like date a, a man that you can say yes to? Like, that you going to just say yes to, or would you rather be with your husband who going to tell you no 45% of the time? Um, I feel like <laughs> I would date the man that tell me yes all the time. I'm just no, kidding. The, I, was no. About, I was about to say, no, I well, said. Well, I'll say yes to all the time. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I wonder, like, to me, it had me mm. thinking, like, I do with my husband knows. It's okay to get knows sometimes. Yeah, I honestly <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out like for a woman, I because of unfortunately uh, uh, I want to say his name was Travis Rudolph his situation because he was dating a married woman. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how that really go. I feel like dating a married woman get a little bit more sticky than dating a married man. I don't know why. It's because I think because you know men. Fight over women. I'm not saying women don't fight over men, because that, that, that's a given. But, um, I don't know. I think that's why it's more sticky. Wait, 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 wait. In both cases, no, just scrap No, I'm no, scrap that, I I'm mean, saying. I don't know, though, because if we go back to, what was the, um, love or death? Well, they was they both was married, but the way Candy was moving, she was moving more so like a single woman. She a, was, but it was kind of like she was. Um, she was a housewife. Yeah. And she didn't have anything else going on. She had kids. She had a husband. Her husband was at work. Her kids at school. So she was bored and really didn't have anything else to do. So do you think that's why she was really attracted to Alan? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, and he, you know, it he, was like he gave her that work. He 
did. He gave it at work because she, she was talking about that. Oh, yeah. Y'all need to check that out. Love or death. This is the second week we mentioned it. It's, yeah. it's based on a true story. Yeah. You know, that's who. Yeah. R.I.P. to Betty. Um, yes. You know supposed to say that? Spoiler. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You right. Man, we mentioned it last week. If you ain't see it last week, well, you ain't even, you ain't even gonna know who Betty is mm-hmm. if you ain't see it yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so I'm really, I'm really considering like what, like what percentage of married women got sad men? I don't know. Um, the first person that came to mind is, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, it's Tasha. Tasha from Power. <sighs> That's the first person that came to mind. But you know what? Eventually, Sean got smoked. He did. Because he was messing with... And the lawyer got... Uh, oh, yeah. See? Yep. You can't, be playing, you can't be playing around with a, a married woman, man. Yeah. You, you out of there. That's true. You out I of think there. it's more dangerous. So... I think, uh, you know, women are more forgiving than men are in those situations. Mm. Women are more likely to stay. Not saying a, a man won't stay if with a wife or a uh, significant other if they cheat, but um, the likelihood of it, I think, is less. Hey, so why do you think that? Uh, see, I don't feel like married all married. Like I don't feel like married men just say yes all the time to they sad person. I really, I feel like that's. I think that would be silly to think that, um, to think that because they don't have to tell you yes all the time. Right. You are the side. And what what am I telling you yes to? Because evidently I'm probably telling you yes to like really simple things. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if you just like, oh, I will no. First of all, I I wouldn't be the one paying car notes, (laughs) rent. So I'm the I'm the wrong married man for anybody to approach for real. Um, don't ask me for no uh, for your nails to get done. I pay for a happy meal or something. A <laughs> happy meal? How about no just a real full meal, not a happy meal? Well, at this point, the happy meal costs just about about as much as a real meal. So some fries, those fries look like play fries. Like oh know, yeah, like, the, yeah. I can't oh my god, fries is a little now like, yeah. I cannot believe that those fries. A Happy Meal is is really for a two year old. Like the fries are the sandwich. I don't know, but <laughs> those fries surprise me. Man, shout out to McDonald's and that bundle. Mm. It gets you through some hard times. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, no. Could you like just imagine how sm- much smaller they will go with the fries? Because they already got the the smaller containers. I know. I I don't know. Yeah, this I know. Is, <laughs> I don't know. This is getting <laughs> this is getting critical, man. This is this is getting real critical. Um. So, do you have any uh any secrets about how women keep those uh, relationships private, though? If they cheating on their husband, yeah. How how does a woman go go about that? Well, I don't know. I mean, but you're a woman. Y'all got woman's intuition. I don't know. I mean, like, 
It ain't for me to give up the tea. You trying to gun at me? Yeah. <laughs> Did you listen to Gunner album? Did you listen to Gunner album? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're going to do something a little different this week. We, we have a... We are restructuring that segment, man, or music. So, Maisha, after hearing, you did, you heard the full album. You just listened to it once, though. I didn't play, I didn't run it back again for you. Yeah, but I didn't start keening into it. Like, I wasn't, like, listening like like you were. Mm. I don't think, but that, yeah, whatever <laughs> song that was, I like that. Um. But so, like, from what you heard, right? Mm-hmm. Are you choosing the man or the music? I am supporting the music. Yeah, I supporting ag- the music. If the music good, that's what I'm supporting. Yeah, I agree. Also, too, this is probably this is probably gonna be the craziest thing I can say, um, or at least one of them. Why is it that we glorify criminal lifestyle when in like when you first brought up in school, you told like you taught to tell the teacher if something is going on, right? Yeah. So you already was ingrained with snitching. Mm-hmm. You know, so they tell you to call the police. Call nine one one. Yep. You in the airport? You see something suspicious? I don't know what button you supposed to hit. I don't know. You're supposed to tell the security guard that you see. Yeah. Like, you know, um, I think it gets a bad rep. Yeah. I don't think it should be called snitching. I think snitching should only be um, used when um, when it's like gang related or well, that drugs. Was- well, that was game related. He was snitching. Well, I know, but well, maybe it shouldn't because okay. My thing is, I don't think somebody should be condemned. Like, I don't feel like they should be exiled from. Like, they shouldn't make money no more. They should be supported no more. I mean, like, if you don't want to support them, that's fine. But like, what if you produces some good stuff? Yeah, I I really found a lot of hypocrisy, especially like this week alone in the music industry, right? Um is they so like they were so quick to shadow ban him for what he did, like but for somebody that y'all know as an active murderer or has committed murders or drug like drug deal, you you are like amplifying that music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how? Like, if you gonna shadow ban a blacklist, one you got to do both. Yeah, you know. So it's just it's a real hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got music every day talking about how they the biggest the biggest drug lords. Mm-hmm. But this man's just rapping about. He was rapping about fashion again. He did. He did have some questionable like gangster bars. And, you know, he was telling the story, or he was telling his side of the the situation that he going through, which I respect. You know, at the end of the day, I respect it. The the music is, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Now, 
I'm not one of them people that would have said I heard it like I thought it was good off of the first listen. Uh, second listen, I, it started coming around like, ah, uh, okay. All right. Oh, all right. Here go one. Uh, here go another one. It's a few of them on there. But it's 15 songs. I've been hearing people say it's a 15 out of 15. I'm not going to go that far. Nah, I'm not going to go that far. Mm-hmm. But it is some good songs on there. And I still support I still support Gunner. I still support him. I'm at the age now where I, you know, I understand the music industry is uh, 0% what you see and uh, 100% of all, like, lies and stories. Mm. Hey. It's lies and stories. You got, you got one, a 1%. Matter of fact, it's 1% of what you see. 99% lies and stories. Wow. A lot of these people don't start getting their first charges until after they get signed. Really? Yeah. A lot of people, records be clean. And then once they get signed, that's when they, that's when you got to start acting the most gangster. That's really when, what it looked like. From from my lens, from everything I've seen in these thirty years, thirty one years, being hard or being gangster shouldn't be equivalent to like killing people and drugs mm. and guns. Yeah, I like you know why does that have to have the the why does that oh, it's a connotation, but yeah. why? Does it have to be linked with that? Why can't it mean something different? Yeah. And then, I'll, like, to your point, right? Like, for example, do you think Uncle Luke, uh, Uncle Luke card? Mm-mm. Well, I, I think so. I, I mean, I, the reason why I think he hard is because he got arrested for just, going, you know, being X-rated. Or having like X-rated shows on his concert, he ain't never talked about popping no pistols. Right. Okay. So if you say hard in the terms of like what you said, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm just saying like, you know, I think that's hard. That's, yeah, yeah, that's dope. You, I ain't got to. You know, maybe his music is a little. I uh, think vulgar. the hardest thing, not the hardest thing, but like in a definition you're using it is it's it's being yourself if you can be yourself that's where it's at yeah and i feel like being gangster or or gun toting uh, killing people that's that's a part of who you are is that really a part of the actions that you make is that that's who you are or you creating that to be are you I can't even think of how I want to get it out, but like, that's not who you are. Yeah, that's not who you are. One of the hardest rappers, one of the hardest rappers, got to be Fifty Cent. And I say that because he talked the most. He talked the most gangster, but we ain't heard we ain't heard Fifty Cent get a popped off or arrested for nothing. Nothing. And he was he was about that life. Man. He was about that life, and he's still alive to this day. You know? How old is 50? 
At least in his forties. At least uh, is he at least fifty? Uh, maybe not fifty, but I know he in his forties. I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, Curtis, it's just like Jay Z still here. Yep. <laughs> Fifty Cent still here. Ja Rule still here. Fat Joe. Fat Joe still here. Nori. Oh, everybody. Jay Keith Kiss still yep. here. Uh, Gucci Mane still here. Jeezy yeah. still Man. here. Like. And Jeezy Ju- and Gucci, they went through real life situations, especially Gucci. Especially Gucci. So, yeah, you know, you ain't got to be no, you ain't got to be a pistol tone, you know. But I guess the goal is to not be here. <laughs> I, you know, it's backwards the, now. I think that's the goal. It's so backwards. He, he 47. 50 cent? Yeah, he 47. What he he going to be uh 48 July 6th. Dang, shout, shout out to 50. Dang, I didn't even think he was that old. So he only a couple years younger than Diddy. I guess. Hmm. That's interesting. Oh, okay. Well, I want to ask you, since we are on this man or music tip, mm-hmm. I know you ain't listened to Suki Hana enough to even give me this. Oh, I don't know nothing about I her. I know. All you know is I be eating the... Eating, eating, uh, that's how, that's how. I don't know that. Oh, you don't? That's the only part I know is from that, like, the little TikTok stuff. Like, I don't know where these people be at. Like, I guess I don't be on social media like that, but you know, your social media is, is scoped around. Whatever you looking whatever at. Whatever you looking at, whatever you, you know. And, um, like I see this girl, Jada Chavez. Jaya? Jada oh, Jada, uh, ain't that, that's a little baby Baby yeah, mama something, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like they all the same to me. Like her and like Ari and Taina. Like they all the same. Um, India, who's with Dirt. They all kind of like the same to yeah. me. Like I just don't know. Um, I guess they don't have anything um, that I want to tune into. Yeah, I look. I I guess you know once once they do, then I will. But I feel like uh, love and hip hop, <clears throat> love and hip hop walk so they can run. Yeah, and uh, I do feel bad. Now let me say this: I feel bad for all the wives of uh, yesteryear's hip hop because they could have they brands could have been way bigger if they knew this is what it was gonna be mm-hmm. for the future. You know, like the. The most memorable wife that I can say from a hip hop artist was DMX wife, uh, Masha, what, uh, his first wife. Okay. Yeah, that she was she was the most notable or memorable face mm-hmm. as uh, a wife of hip hop. Okay. But besides that, I'm, and uh, Justine, rare run wife, but oh yeah, Justine. Them the only Justine, two. Justine for sure. But uh, my thoughts on well, back to my question about Suki, Suki Hana. Uh, we recently seen that she went through some traumatic experiences this week. Uh, so my question to you is: Should people, um, should people, really um, consume or? Understand that there's a difference between the actual person and the music. Um, and it's not really a man or a music thing, but it's I like the way it was going because 
I feel like what she portrays in her music and the person that she is seems to be two different people now. Mm -hmm. So as a consumer of music, and I know we haven't consumed the music that she's created, which side would do you think you would have been able to, I guess, appeal to more? Like the, the her music or like the person that, I guess, the person that she's trying to be. Well, from what I, I haven't heard, but from what I heard, what her music is about, I feel like I will be more relatable to the person that she is and not her music. But like, I feel like she should, the thing is about relatability, right? So... I think the her fan base might be caught off guard. It could be caught off guard because they thinking that she is about what she talk about, but she not. So who who do we who do you think uh, should be held accountable for this? Her, not her, the artist, but <laughs> Sufiana. Um, in the. The reason why I ask that is because I am not, I'm not saying what he did was right, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I do feel like the way she portrays herself, her imagery, you know, in this entertainment business, can have you thinking that this is what she's like. You know, a lot of chicks be sitting here talking about, oh, they like for a dude to grab them up and you know, kiss him in the mouth and tell him like, oh yeah, you mind, you know? It's like, to me, it's like now, Steph Curry, he, how he portrays himself, how he puts himself out there, you know, he says that's who he is, but if I was to meet him in person and he has some other woman sitting on his lap and he'd be just like, oh no, it ain't what you think it is. It'd be like, oh my gosh, it, it, it catches you off guard. Right. So it's just like, what people don't realize is what you, it's just real sticky, but what you portray is what people, people will, yeah. what you show is what people will see. Yeah. And I, that's what they have. That's what they go about you. That's how they determine how they going to interact with you. Yeah. And then, uh, too, I heard like a clip from a podcast that Candy do. Um, and she had a gentleman on there and the dude was like, Really getting that Sukiana aggressive, mm-hmm. you know. He was when he was he was telling her like, "Yeah, I you know I want to eat that." Like essentially letting her know like I'm trying to have fellatio with you. Soon as like soon as we go to a commercial break or we can you know after this interview is over, like you know it's it's you can't you can't hold me into this standard, but. You can't expect somebody to treat you differently than what you present out there. Yeah, that's I agree with that. I I agree with that. Like, it's only it's only so many bounds. It's like this in a sick way, in a sick way. It's like you hearing the consent because this is what you saying to me in your music. You know that this is what you like, and a lot of people don't know how to take. Uh, separate the man from the music they they ain't understood that 
it is an entertainment factor. And honestly, I think that form of entertainment just needs to end anyway Mm -hmm. because it's creating controversy because we are in the, the, well, not to say that we are just now in this day and age of consent, but what you say, do, or uh, act on can get you hurt out here. You know, it's people just waiting for the blind opportunity. No pun intended, guys. To just do something. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's crazy. To me, it's crazy. Like I'm but I'm I'm definitely not saying that she should be harassed the way she's being harassed. But what do you expect? Mm-hmm. You know. What do you expect? And I think we are teaching young girls, young women of all demographics a very terrible lesson. Like, it's cool to be sexually liberated, I guess. You know, it is what it is. It's your body. Do whatever you want. But don't create mixed messaging. Right. Please, like, because that's where you go wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh it's like Little Kim being who's like Little Kim the rapper and Kimberly Jones the nun. You know, if I'm so used to seeing you or hearing you this way and then you come dressed up like a nun, I'm gonna be like, What is this? <laughs> like this is who I am. You know? Like what? You know, no, no, that thought that's who you was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and it just, it don't make it no better. Cause from what I'm hearing, she like, she got an OnlyFans. She, you know, she got other things that's out there, mm-hmm. you know, it really, really sends mixed messaging. I guess you, I'm not saying she don't deserve respect. That's not what I'm saying, but it's just like, she want to be, um, Anyway, she want to be respected, but I guess in her lyrics or whatnot, like she want that classy form of like being, um, I can't think of the word, um, of being talked to by, by a guy, but they not going to come at her like that. Yeah. You didn't know. I don't want to say she's being disrespected. Like yeah. she, I don't want to say she's a uh, lack of respect for herself. She, yeah, she got she she she's really raunchy, but she want like the she want the gentleman uh, approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that ain't gone. But it don't seem like she want that. Right. Like she really does, but does she really? And what's wrong with what's wrong with making music like that? Like what? Where are you saying that you got a certain stand? Like, you have a standard. You ain't got to be over-sexualized. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, you know, let me, all right, let me ask you this. Do you think it's, do you think in the near future, the music industry and just hip-hop culture will change where women can go back to rapping about real lyrics and like just get over the sexualization of their body. I think when men shift and do that same thing, but we got men that rap like that. I think 
Yes, we do. But the men that are, like we were talking about, the gangster, uh, shoot them up, you know, those are overshadowing over, you know. I cannot talk to that, guys. Those are, they are more prevalent than the ones that speak how you want women. Yeah, I, you know, I think I'm just going to, uh, I think I'm going to take a hiatus from that, like, because it is, like, mainstream music, and I don't even really like trying to listen to mainstream music. I'm going to have to find some more, like, it's like you, conscious You are asking people artists. to go from, like, um, dressing casual to, like, going back to wearing shoots, uh, shoots, suits, suits and skirts and... No, nah, like, we ain't got to do all that. That's man. like the equivalent, though. Yeah, I feel you, though. That's how I feel like it's the equivalent. I feel you. We ain't got to do all that, but every song ain't got to be about what you doing, like, what you like sexually. Or, you know, you can't even get through a verse. You can't even get through most verses now without hearing, oh, he ate my ass, so I ate his ass. And, like, what? <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that, man. Brown Town? Oh, yeah. Well, it was Pound Town, not Brown Town. Yeah. Oh, Pound Town. Yeah, like even that, even that. It's just like, what else can you rap about? Once this gimmick is done, what what else can you rap about? Because there's only so many, it's only so many sexual positions you're gonna talk about that you can do. That you can do. That, that you, you really don't do. do. Yeah, like, and fellas also too, and and women out there. Just to let y'all know, these people that's out here rapping on these songs and they try to make y'all think they single, nine times out of ten, they in a relationship that you just won't see they significant other or the person that they messing with. Imagery. Yeah. They are, they selling y'all false hope for y'all to still be in the position that y'all in. That's all it is. Entertainment. It's, you have to understand this. Entertainment is not the real thing. It's not the real thing. It's about a lot of what? Wannabes? Yeah, man. Wannabes. Wannabes. Hey, that's it's funny how we just came back around to that. We was talking about wannabes, mm-hmm. uh, what, yesterday? You know, it is a lot of wannabes out there. Like, you know, she want to be with a baller. A shot caller. <laughs> Who be dipping in the bands with a spoiler. <laughs> um, But, yeah, you know, talking about wannabes, um, this movie came out, what, in the 90s? I want to say. Oh. <laughs> yes, it, I think I think so. Let me let me look it yeah, up. Yeah, look that year up. I'm trying to see where you going. But we we got the we got one of the best. That was a movie, a great movie about one of the best wannabes. Kindergarten Cop. Um, now I don't know what year this 1990. Mo- what? Yeah. This movie 33 years old, man. That was that's a great movie for a wannabe. Great movie. I appreciated it. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you did your thing. Shout out to all the kids that was in that movie. Y'all y'all are the highlight of the movie. Oh, my gosh. This little boy, he stood up and was just like, boys have a penis and girls have, have a vagina. vagina. <laughs> and yeah. then all the, the kids inside laughing. laughing. And he said it twice in the movie. Yeah. It was like a running joke. Yeah, and the the beauty of it is, like, man, this movie was PG-13, but you got these kids going crazy. Like, wow. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you got the morbid kid talking about uh, tumors. Tumors. Everybody's gonna die. Yeah. One day. And then uh, what? Did, uh, what did Arnold Schwarzenegger character say? He said he had a headache. And he said, do you have a tumor? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that movie was, that movie was great. Honestly, I'm a, uh, I give it a five out of five mm-hmm. just off of like humor. Um, the time frame that it was made, mm-hmm. um, the acting of, of the children, the, the, um, the plot wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It really wasn't terrible. Now I didn't like the beginning. I didn't, I really didn't care for the beginning. Well, the beginning gave you a background as to why he's trying to get the guy. Oh yeah. No, no, I, I get that. <clears throat> I just didn't like, um, like it just said, it did seem random in the beginning. You know, I know he smoked, uh, he did kill like buddy, but the way Arnold Schwarzenegger be walking into rooms and stuff is, is just interesting to me. I like Arnold. Getting the chopper. I like Arnold. Uh, I think I like Arnold because of my dad. Because he likes the Terminator. The, oh, man. I got so many questions now. I can't wait till we get back. Um, I, Now I want to know what's the first movie that he seen Arnold Schwarzenegger in. It was just like, oh, he's pretty good. I don't know. Well, that's a question I'm going to ask him. Um, ask him what his favorite um, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is yeah i am i trust me i am and if he don't say if he don't say the terminator i'm gonna be surprised (laughs) okay i'm gonna be surprised um but yeah no that was a that was a great um great movie oh you know what movie i like by him too you know it true lies with uh jamie lee Lee curtis Curtis. Uh, that's my movie too so do you like that movie only uh what i don't know why do you like that movie I like the storyline. Yes, I mean, and I like the action in it. My uh, the two favorite scenes I like is when um, Jamie Lee Curtis was dancing for him, but she didn't know it was him. Mm-hmm. I liked how she went about going doing that. That was that was dope, and I liked um, the limousine scene when the bridge was out, mm. and she had to trust Jamie Lee Curtis had to trust him to hold on. Anyway, she had to grab onto him before the um, limousine fell in the, the water, and so she was just hanging up in the air. Yeah. Do you do you think he did his own stunts? I think he did. Yeah. I, um, I, I think rec- he did majority of his own stunts. I recently found out uh, I don't know. the the a lot of the cast members of Power mm-hmm. they be doing their own stunts. Oh. Yeah. So. That's what made me, when you said that, I was just like, oh, I wonder if he, because he, he was muscle-bound. He was swole. He was swole. I don't know if it was the roids or, you know, but what. I think you do. I mean, like, you got to be careful, too, though, you know. You got to know what you are able to do because you can die doing these stunts. Stunt people be dying all the time. Yeah. Mm. So do you think the studio take out a life insurance policy They on should. That? They definitely should. Hmm. That's the that's a good. Cause you're uh, putting your life in danger. That's great. Now I don't think... like you able to do. That's what's tripped out when you making a movie. You can do things that you can't do in real life because it's not real. Yeah, you know. But 
some people die doing that stuff. I ain't laughing, you know, it ain't funny. <laughs> but um Gangs in New York. Mm, that's another story. <laughs> but um you gotta be careful. Yeah, no, nah, I um I'm cur- I'm curious now because athletes they have certain clauses in their contracts where they can't do certain things like they can't go skydiving, they can't go do uh like extreme things mm-hmm. because you know it just like if they get injured, you null of uh, null and void their contract and stuff. So I wonder how that will work as a uh, actual actor. Because we do know that these insurance, like some life insurance companies won't even cover you when they know that you do extreme things like that. Mm-hmm. So what's the, like, what's the loophole? Or maybe you just probably be like, oh, I got a, I got my Westerner I don't think there should be clauses like that. As long as you ain't intentionally trying to kill yourself. But how do you show but what the intent is? if somebody does, like, that's not, it is what it is. I'm not saying it's acceptable to kill yourself. I was about to say, but like that's what happened with the um, when the stock market market when it's oh the, yeah the, um, recession and all that stuff yeah. back in the, the Great 19, Depression whatever yeah the Great Depression um people was killing themselves so their families can get the money and them them insurance companies weren't even paying out. Well, I mean, like, hey, I guess any money was good. Yeah, yeah. So now you can't do that. So mm. you got to figure out another way. <laughs> Would you be mad if you found out somebody you knew faked they own death for insurance fraud? Like, you know. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I wouldn't be mad because they ain't got nothing to do with me. But let's say you went to the, let's say you went to this funeral and everything. And then you, you know, you see him like six months later up at the grocery store. Oh, well. Are you still minding your business? I'm like, I'm going to go talk to him. Uh, I, or I might just give him a look. <laughs> and I might nod my head. If they nod my they head back, I'd be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think that that's, that's the universal signal, though. Like, Yeah. The head nod was good, that sandwich. But anyway, go ahead. That was a big pause. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, but yeah, no, nah, that was that. Um, but I'm I'ma just go back and um uh, swing back to something that I wanted to talk talk about real quick. Mm-hmm. So with the Sukiana situation, one of uh I don't even know if we can call this person like America's darling or uh hip-hop coaches, darling, whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. Amber Rose, man. Amber Rose, has, she says some things that always make me question, like, her intent. Is she just saying things to stay in the focal point of the spectrum of what's going on in the world? Or does she really believe what she says? I feel like, you know how we we all, I think we all contradict ourselves at a point in time. Because our views change. Maybe someday she feels like she a black woman. Maybe someday she feel like she a mixed lady. Maybe someday she feel like she white. So maybe she just, I don't want to call her confused. But maybe she just, you know, she just don't, don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, what she want to identify as. I don't know what it's like to be mixed like that. 
No, me either. Me either. But for you to, uh, you know, I hate to say fake outrage because I don't necessarily want to say it was fake outrage, but I didn't like that she said what happened to the, uh, the hashtag support black women mm-hmm. movement. But it's just like last week you did an interview saying that you don't identify as a black woman. You don't identify as a white woman. But that's the thing, though. She's she's white and black. But in black culture, black if you if you black, you black. You you, you yeah. ain't white, you know. But she is, and she wants to embrace herself as a whole person, her black side and her white side. But you know, you got society that's just like, well, you don't, you ain't all white. You ain't all black. You mix. Yeah. It's I, just like, well, okay, I mix. Then, okay, which side do you identify most with? Mm. Certain things, you know, certain times or situations, she might identify with her black side. Other situations. It's like she probably in, She probably has to code, have to code switch all her life. And yeah, I she's think, never been, like, I think accepted she still. or really uh, fully accepted herself because of society. I think she's just trying to figure it out. Yeah, I, I, you know, I guess where I, I just don't, I just ain't rocking with it is like she, she walks, she tries to walk the line, but then she got her moments where she want to jump on. Well, I, you know, my mother is what or whoever, whatever parent was. Because it's convenient. But she can do that. Yeah, but don't, don't, don't weaponize your conveniency or your privilege to the detriment of other people because that didn't have nothing to do with the support black women thing. Like everybody was saying that what he did was distasteful mm-hmm. and you know, it was uncalled for mm-hmm. like what you, what you want somebody to do to get up there and crucify him. Mm-hmm. Like you are exactly what's wrong with the things that you was trying to stop. Like you wanted, you wanted to embrace the word slut. Or whore, or what? All that, all that, goofy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's. I mean, we see where that went. Mm-hmm. You know, now, now let me say this: Did I think that it was a good call to action for women and like some women empowerment stuff? Well, what demographic was she uh, targeting then? Oh, you already know the same the same group of women that she ain't trying to claim right now. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like. More the moral of my story is, or more of my question is, do people weaponize targeting, uh, targeting programs, brands, products, and et cetera to women because they are the biggest consumer? Or, yeah, do they do it because they think that women are gullible? Or do they do it because they actually have a genuine uh, appreciation for women. Mm-hmm. I'm going, I'm really starting to lean more to the gullible side. Cause you feel like women are more gullible. No, I don't. You trying to get me canceled, but, uh, I'm not saying that I feel like they more gullible. I do think is, I do think it's easier to get a call of action from women than it is from men. Mm-hmm. And, I think the more outrageous or the outlandish that it it could be 
or it is, the more of a reaction that you are get. That's that's just my personal thought because her saying that she was hurt and blah blah blah. She whatever she said in that whole Mister like that Sukiana stuff. Um, she knew the trigger point with saying what happened to support black women. Mm-hmm. All that was is that's just a trigger for uh, every woman or every black woman who don't feel like they were supported or been supported to jump on that. It could have been. It could have been. But why? why? But, okay. What if she says that because she's still trying to be accepted by black women? I don't know. I I really don't know black women who. What if she really feel like she's ever rose? I know, but what if she feels like she's not truly accepted? Well, you will never be truly accepted if you keep like if you keep pandering. I think this is what I think. I think women need to identify more with authenticity, mm-hmm. opposed to people who are just doing things to get something from them. You know, honestly, you should be able, you, you got to put in 5,000 community service hours with women, like whether that's programs or resources that help women. But you can say the same thing about men. I, that, I'm, this is just strict on the board. Okay. Because I well, feel authenticity. like. Authenticity. Yeah. Authentic. You got to do it because it's the genuineness in you. Mm-hmm. You got to, you got to go put your feet to that pavement. You got to like. Everybody want to be a, a social media activist. Mm-hmm. How many people really out here putting their feet, feet to the pavement? Not that many. Mm-hmm. And if I'm if I'm saying I'm supporting women, I need to support y'all in more ways than just saying I'm, I'm standing behind you on this behind this keyboard on this phone or this keyboard on this computer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's things out there that women need. It's resources that women need. Is from whether it's health care, it could be beauty care. It could it just the simplest things, mm-hmm. you know, but it's so quick to like easily get outraged. Like if I was to say right now, um, yeah, um, if you're a woman that wears, wear weave, I, I don't want to be bothered with you. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm pitting two, two different types of women against and, each other. Yeah. Women that's natural women that wears weave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and honestly, I just feel like it has to stop what, from men and women because we push product. We push product on black women mm-hmm. for real. That's the number one thing. Push push a product on a black woman or get a black face or you know or a Hispanic face, a minority group. Mm-hmm. Push it on them, and they gonna they gonna consume it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Why is it now that all the things, not even now, but all the things that's, that was good for you, for your health, or your body, has been taken away from you. And the more things that are unhealthy for you are being pushed on you. Mm-hmm. You know, when you ain't seeing commercials with, uh, with lotion that's good for your body. But mm-hmm. I, I bet you you'll see some lotion or some makeup that's, you know, got fragrances and toxins and other things that can harm your your reproductive system. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, G. But that's you know, that's all I got to say about that that particular subject. But so, salute to Amber Rose. I ain't really got no real issue with you. I just feel like you need to uh figure out what it is that you're trying to do. Like what what are we doing? Easy taught me. Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> Then you got the wrong. You got the wrong teacher, my girl. You got the wrong. I love Kanye. I love Kanye, but you got the wrong teacher. Easy, easy shouldn't have taught you that one. He he definitely probably did teach it because he do be going both sides of the fence. Let me ask you this. This is a different topic. So, do you need collaboration to create greatness? Oh, for sure, for sure. You know. um, let me let me just let me say this, man, because this was a conversation that we had. Uh-huh. So let me uh, let me just give my just due and uh, you know proper. Not to say I never, I, not to say I didn't respect this person before, but my appreciation for the person hasn't went up uh, five notches after like doing some reflection and just deep thought myself. Rob Holiday, man, the producer Rob Holiday, man. I really had to think about, I really thought about the other day how your pride can hinder you and you have to be a person that's willing to collaborate because it only helps you in your success and your trajectory Mm -hmm. and where you're trying to go. Um, Like if you listen to uh, the last, that was the last high seat. I want to say. Yeah, the last high seat we did with Rossay Lamont. He was talking about how one of his favorite producers is Rob Holiday, and I I had the privilege of being in the session and working on a a, a record with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a, like a year and a half ago, I forgot I had seen that he had did this uh, actual. He did like he was in these set these sessions working on on records with. Uh, a different, like a lot of different producers, but uh, Youngberg, aka Hitmaker, was the orchestrator of the sessions. And it's like you have to be that person that's willing to collaborate, because no matter how, like no ma- matter how small your role might be, it can still take you to the next level. Mm-hmm. And collaboration really does work. See? It really does work. Like we collaborated. And we came up with some ideas for some different concepts that we want to do, mm-hmm. you know, and in order for us to be great, we got to collaborate with other people. So they, you know, can help us with our vision or, you know, see the vision through. Mm-hmm. But what's your thoughts on collaboration? What, what makes a good collaboration to you? What makes a good collaboration? Um, being different, like, I'm, I feel like um, the goal has to be, or the plan, I can't think of, I can't talk today, but um, the plan or the goal has to be on the same like-mindedness, but you have to have different people that have like different experiences or different ideas so you can come, you know, create something together. So I don't feel like everybody has to be the same. Hmm. So let me ask you this. Because, you know, when we was in school, we both hated doing group projects. Oh, I, yeah. I love, I had a love-hate relationship with group projects. But 
I hate doing group projects. So, do you think people who love group projects make great collaborators? I think if you love doing group projects, it depends. If if you love it, either you're a controlling person and you want to be in control, or you enjoy the whole like atmosphere, like atmosphere of like um, brainstorming mm. and putting something together, creating something with a group of people. So either you controlling or you like to create with other people. All right. So what what person would would you say you are in that portion? That of- that particular uh, yeah. portion, I'm controlling. In that that aspect because just like okay um i know that it's not that i don't like creating with other people Mm -hmm. but i like to create with other people that actually want to create i don't want you just sitting back and being here right you know it has to be a purpose of you being here to be in this space but um i know that i'm gonna show up and i'm gonna give what i need to give to produce the product that I'm trying to produce. Yeah, I would say I'm I'm kind of, I can say I didn't play all roles of collaborating in, like, groups, right? Uh, especially when it came down, like, to school. Me too. I was one of the people that I, I, I didn't give. I gave some feedback, but I didn't want to be the one to make the decisions on different things. Oh, see, now, I, what I mean is, like, I... It was a particular group project where I ain't have to do none of the work. I just had to be the one to speak. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my ideal because it's like, well, I ain't gonna do none of this work. All, all I gotta do is be the voice. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I didn't went. I didn't did things where I had to give input and actually piece piece my part together. Mm-hmm. And then I also was able to be one of the people that was able to be a control freak on it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I think that's why I would say I'm a good collaborator. But I ain't going to always say I, I've been the best collaborator, mm. you know. Um, and I guess it's just trying to find, like, the medium in that. Because, especially, like, when it, when you're dealing with life, mm-hmm. it ain't even a grading scale. You just want to do, do what it takes to be successful. Mm-hmm. And in that case, you always... Where this is where your pride come in, where you feel like you got the best solution. Yeah. For um so it's you know, understanding that, like understanding and identifying egos and how uh how you can uh Let me say, take it away. If it like you know, because you went I'm thinking about school or whatnot, mm. I'm gonna get a good grade. So either way, either way, it goes. I'm gonna get a good grade. Let's put it that way. Hey, so were you the were you the student that was snitch when somebody ain't do that part of the assignment? No. I think, man. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't remember. This was in high school though. This was in high school when this happened. I remember somebody. I was in a group, or maybe I wasn't in a group with somebody, or I overheard some group people like a set of group talking about how they was going to tell a teacher how this one person ain't do nothing in that particular project. Mm-hmm. And I think they did end up doing it because they, they grade was affected by it. Look, Hey, I don't know. Either way, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right for me. 
and put it that way. Yeah, you would have been like, a, I don't know. I have my ways. <laughs> I think I. I don't think I don't think I don't I don't want to sit up here and lie. I don't think I have snitched on anybody, like with group projects, but I can't really recall. But I think maybe the teacher knew that they weren't doing anything. Mm. I think. Did that teacher use their teacher's intuition? I guess. I don't know. Okay. Let me... I don't know if they weren't showing up to class or like they was missing. I don't know, but I recall something like that where it didn't affect me. Well, shout out to you. It didn't affect me shout regardless, out. but I don't, I don't remember saying, Hey, Mrs. or Mrs. So-and-so, um, so-and-so is not doing anything in like, no, the type of student that I was and the type of grades that I made, it was reflective of, you know, they know who or what I do. So it's like, regardless of if it turned out this way or that way. You said they know it. They My know. ain't had nothing to do with that. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying. Do you, Well, let me ask you this. Do you, do you remember one of your... Most, like, favorite projects to work on? No. Yeah, I couldn't tell you that either. No, I know we had to do something in science class, but I don't remember. I know we had to, like, in high school, we dissected a, a squirrel. Um, But that wasn't a project to me. Um, In dance class in high school, I came up with a dance. That's the most memorable one because memorable one because it was to what's that uh, Nelly song, uh, you know, with Paul Wall Grills. Oh wow! It was, it was to Grills, you know that. Wow. Um, I was about to say underlay, underlay, mommy, yeah, no. yeah. Uh oh. No. Nelly's still here. He. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> he is, but no. Nah. He was talking about busting, letting the fofo. Yeah, he was let. He was talking about letting that thing go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but uh, dang. What? All right, let me ask you this. What's one gangster rapper you just never took serious? Uh, one gangster rapper. One gangster rapper. I have not taken serious. Yeah, you uh, just you looked at and you just never took serious. Uh, I I don't consider this person a gangster rapper, but uh, Tiger. Oh yeah, yeah he's not a gangster rapper, but no, I never. He really definitely he was he was trying to act hard. Took him serious. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be Tiger for me too. Uh, and then Bow Wow, Bow Wow when he yeah, started Bow Wow, he could have he could have transitioned better. Yeah. Well, I think his tra- not. Let me say this: looking back on it, his transition wasn't bad. Because if in today's time, in today's time, he would he would be perfect. Look, I feel like in today's
but he black. <laughs> if if he was if we was to do a racial draft, Justin Bieber would be probably a top five draft pick for the blacks. Oh, okay. I think so. I think so. I honest like after you get after you get your LeBron, you get LeBron. Let me ask you this: Does Michael he does he Oprah. does he knock out JT? I feel like at this point he he knocks out JT. Oof. I think JT he he went from a top five to like a top twenty. Mm. Well, a top five to a top ten. Let me let me say that. But no, I mean, but if we just talking about in today's time, yeah, yeah today's yeah. time, yeah, he he would have dropped, but. He's just one hit away. He's just one hit away from to being come, to come, coming back into to the, coming back. Yeah, yeah. He just oh, he got an album coming out so and it's right. produced by Timberland. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll so see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. You know, we know James Fauntleroy probably on that project too. So we shall see. Okay. What JT coming back with? But yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man. He that. Justin Bieber top five, Jay Z. I'm not Jay Z. <laughs> J J T probably top fifteen, top twenty. What about Paul Wall, baby? Uh, Paul Wall definitely like. <laughs> I love for, Paul Wall. For for me, he'll definitely be. I a love top, Paul top Wall. Pick. Yeah, he definitely he definitely up there. Yeah. Ooh, baby, it was fake. When you gave me a lap dance, like felt going, going on, on a date. date. Yeah, yeah, that man was snapping, man. <laughs> he was. Oh, wow, baby. That's, <laughs> you know what? Him, Bubba Spark, why Why is it that white rappers seem to only have like a, a, a short, like a short span? Because um, it's being accepted. But I feel like Paul Wall could have kept going. But you know what? They probably wanted to venture into something else. Possibly. It Music wasn't the the bread and butter. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like the focus on... Are you shouting out Gunna again? No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it wasn't the bread and butter, you know, for them. They was able to uh, transition to other avenues, you know, and try out things that they wanted to do because Paul Wall, didn't he uh, transition off into, like, creating grills and stuff for real? Yeah, he was doing that before. Oh, well. Maybe he became a he came out with his promo, and uh, went on back to doing what he was doing. Yeah, shout out to uh, <laughs> TV Johnny. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but Bubba, see Bubba Sparks. Honestly, Bubba Sparks man was hard lyrically. I don't, I just don't know what happened. I really don't know what happened, but I felt like Bubba Spark. If you had to give your top five of white rappers, mm-hmm. Bubba Sparks got to be number two after Eminem. You talking about in this draft pick? In the draft of rap- you like know, white rappers. Just, okay. Draft of white rappers. Okay. All right. You got you got MGK. You got Yellow Wolf. You got Vanilla Ice. You got uh, Bubba Sparks, Paul Wall. Um... Who else was a white rapper? We had some. There was some white rappers out there. Mm-hmm. Blind Fury. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got for you right now. But Bubba Sparks. Oh, what's that guy name? I like one of his songs. 
G-G-Easy uh, or? Oh, G-Easy. Yeah, if we're going to say G-Easy, we might as well throw Macklemore on that too. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, I think it should be Eminem, Bubba Sparks, then Paul Wall. I think it's the, um, not imagery. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Like, how are they going to present themselves when they come out? Like, are they trying to, are they trying to present themselves to a black audience? Are they coming out as they self? Like, what's his name? Lil Dicky? Oh, little di- oh wait, hold on! I gotta redo this list now. <laughs> gotta redo it. Cause little Dicky, he pretty good. Yeah, he, but he seems like he himself, you know. All right. Um, what would you classify as Mark Rubiez? Oh man, he's an artist. He's a he's just right. a, he's just a musician. Yeah. Oh, matter of fact, if in this in this racial draft. Justin Bieber would probably be number one. Yes. Ruby A would be number two. Yes. Timberlake three. All right, there okay. we go. There you go. There we go. Then thought me Paul Wall four. Okay. I agree with that. And then R.P. Paul Walker, he would have been fifth. Okay. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. He was a actor. I know. That's why I said the racial draft. Okay. I... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Walker. Yeah. That was my guy. Yeah, um. Hey, now, look, I know if we was doing this racial draft, I know one of your top picks, who they would be. <laughs> who would they be? Uh, old girl from, um, from, uh, dang, what was the name? We just watched the movie. Um, we was talking about, we talked about it last week. Midsummer, oh, oh Elizabeth uh, Pugh, I think yeah. that's her name. Yeah, she definitely she'd be one of y'all. I like topics. her. I like her. Yeah, I I couldn't disagree with it. I mean, I you know I wouldn't disagree with it. She definitely. I like Blake be. Lively too. Yeah, and Anne Hathaway. Oh, Anne Hathaway! Look, give me Anne Hathaway, Meryl Street, Meryl Street, and uh, dang Susan Saran. Susan Sarandon. Yeah, give me them. Give me them three. Okay. All right. Um. So I had asked you this question uh, earlier today, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, if you can meet a celebrity, matter of fact, I'm gonna change it. If you can meet a celebrity and have either lunch or dinner with them, who would it be? A celebrity where I would want to have sit down and actually talk to them. Yep. Um. Actually talk to them. Oh man, uh, I don't know if it'll be a man or a woman. That's fine. I don't know if it if I want it to be a man or a woman. That's cool. Well, um, I know maybe Jill Scott or ooh. or Erica Badu, one mm. of them. Okay. I think I'll be able to learn a lot from at least Jill Scott. And not about to see. see. No, I'll be able to learn in a different way from her. But like, it'll be like on a deeper, insightful kind of like connection, like kind of thing with Erica Badu. Mm -hmm. You feel like Jill is like the home girl. Yeah. 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 And I just want to like, 
you know, just learn about her, learn about like, just talk about life. Right. Not that I can't talk about life with Erica, but I do. But you ain't, you know, you ain't got to be deep and introspective. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, like, I have to be, want to be in that moment. I wouldn't be out to eat in a, you know, we'll have to be at the park or something Mm. on a blanket. Mm. On the beach or something talking. Okay. But like Jill Scott, it'd be, it could be out, out in a restaurant or something. Something like that. Yeah, I got mine. Who? Jennifer Lewis. Oh my gosh, Jennifer Lewis. Yeah, okay. Jennifer Lewis. Still with like Jennifer Lewis, I feel like she has a lot of wisdom. Um I don't feel like it'll be that uh Steve Harvey effect. Oh man. But Jennifer Lewis. No. I think it, I will feel like I'm being talked at not not like that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like it'll be a lot of conversing back and forth. I feel like it. I'll have to be ready to, to, to just receive from her. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's okay. Baby. Now look here, child. <laughs> nah. But I love Jennifer Lewis. Yeah, man. She is a minute. She's amazing. I really wonder how many movies she's done in her career. She's the, what, the mother of black Hollywood? The, she definitely, and... If that's the title she gave herself, she she sure deserve it. <laughs> she deserved it. Like between she was anime mama. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was. She was. And yeah. they probably around the same, same age. They are. They are. Yeah. I see, so. that's what I'm saying. Like I think you, so. You you see how somebody could be the same age as you, but they got to play your mama because they just you know they gifted. Mm-hmm. They gifted. Mm-hmm. I would. Shout out to Jennifer Lewis, man. She she is slapped on and underappreciated to me. Or at least I feel like she deserved more recognition than what she gets now. Mm-hmm. You know, so I will say that. Um, man, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know where to go to dinner with uh, or lunch with Jennifer Lewis. At matter mm-hmm. of fact. I wouldn't even be mad if she just said she was cooking at the at the crib. Pull up, mm-hmm. you know. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be that'd be beautiful. That would be beautiful. Jennifer Lewis, if you listen to this, you know, come help, come holler at your blind nephew, man. We we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, Can I come? I know I said, but I <laughs> want to listen. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. You know, had an extra plate ready. You know. Only good, only the good stuff. Then I don't want no chitlins. Okay. Don't don't try to serve me that. Um, Jennifer Lewis was a good one. Yeah, that, look, that's oh, why. Oh well, okay. If you say Jennifer Lewis, um, I'm gonna go Whoopi. Okay, I can't be mad at but that. But I feel like I'll be talked that by Whoopi too. I feel like she she ask me some questions that I need to like deliver. Like an answer to, and then like if that answer ain't right, she can be like, "Well, why are you here then?" Dang, not, not in a bad so like way. So like her like, character from Harlem. Yeah, I feel like mm. that's kind of how she is. Dang, I could see that though, cause she really embodied that uh, character she did. really well. Like I don't feel like she played no games. Like you know, not not that she can't be fun. See. You know, we know she could be fun, but like. She wants you to know the core of who you are, for yeah, sure. I would tell Whoopi Goldberg, I need her to be uh, Sister Mary Clarence and Dolores Van Cartier. 
okay. I would need her to be that. Both of them. Yeah, right. both. Both. Because Dolores, Dolores is going to keep it real with you, you know. Yeah. Sister Mary Clarence is going to just sugarcoat it down a little bit, but still tell you what uh what it is. Mm-hmm. So you need you need a, a mixture of both. Um, okay. Do you got it? Do, do you have any male actor like that? A male actor. Uh, I don't want to say Lorenz Tate. Mm. Um. Um. I don't know, Jay. I got two. Who? Who did you go? I'm going to go Danny DeVito mm. and Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah, Robert De Niro. Okay, okay. I got them, them That's two. That's pretty good. I need, I would love to sit down with either one of them, okay. both, if possible. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Leonardo because mm. he's amazing. And... Um, I'm gonna go with Leonardo for now. I'm yeah. trying to think like like people running through my head. I'm like, no, no, no. Like The Rock. I'm like, no. Uh, uh, what's his name? I'm about to say Kevin Gates. Uh, Kevin Hart. I'm just like, huh. I feel like I can learn something, but I think it'd kind of be jokey too much for me. Yeah. Um, I would want to say Denzel Washington because he just has so much like grace in his roles. Like yeah. I really enjoy Pale Ham. Mm. Um, the taking of Pelham. But um I'm gonna go with Leonardo for now. Yeah, I um see um The Rock, hey, two thousand like from ninety nine to oh two me uh-huh. would have been cool with The Rock. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, see I if if Leonardo if I chose Leonardo, I'd be too much of a fanboy. I know. Like, I'd be too much of a. I'll go back and be like, I'll tell him like, you know, you made my favorite William Shakespeare movie. <laughs> you just did so amazing. Are you still friends with uh, uh, old boy Marcus uh, Marcusio? Like, <laughs> he was he did a great job on that acting role. Do you talk to him often? I know I could have chose him. <laughs> But how did it feel to be? Oh, my boy played in that movie too. Uh huh. Man, you know what? From um, from yeah, from okay. what's the worst that can yes, happen? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I mean, man, see, you know, he solidified G. He solidified. <laughs> what about him? <sighs> no, I'm just messing with you. Uh... Yeah, add him to the list. Okay. Add him to the list. So, okay. Danny DeVito is his name John Guzman. No, that's a different one. That's a different person. Uh, he was in Pale Ham, though. He was too. Yeah, he got killed. He didn't have uh, much of a uh, a big big role, but but you see how they take us out, man. Mm-hmm. But so, he he was in there. Goose, be, his last name is Guzman, the one, not the one, not the main character you're talking about, mm, main actor, but the other one. He yeah. show, he was on the Community show, the show Community. Mm. But yeah, them, that's. He, matter of fact, he's the dad on the new uh, Adams family. Adams family. What? Not Adam. Is that what old girl? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, he's the dad. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think, I think I got one more. 
it's between, um, I guess it's kind of between Samuel L. Jackson and Morgan Freeman. Which one, like, between the two of them? Oh, yeah, okay. I'm a, Oh, I'm so happy. So, Leonardo and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, them, them just two people right there. And I and like... Denzel. Yeah, yeah. I like Samuel L. Jackson's uh, openness about his past drug use. Yeah. So, I would definitely... I know he probably wouldn't be able to remember as much, but I would love to, like pick his brain and go back to that time and just like find out what was going on in his life to make him uh even want to do that mm-hmm. you know and then what made him act you know what was what was that what's what was the you know who who got him his starting acting and like when did he really see that he he had the talent to be an actor yeah so yeah but them 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 guys all them guys we named yeah we, if we could have a big round table, you know, and uh, have lunch or dinner, mm-hmm. I feel like we'll definitely have to have the space run it out for at least four hours, <laughs> you know. Um, and I wouldn't want to take up every too much of everybody's time, but I would want to have enough time to converse. You want to know something? I would be surprised if, like, somebody was having a similar conversation, like, what group of uh, girls or women that you know uh, of whatnot that you would want to, like, invite or, or blah, 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 and able to say me? Hey. You know? I don't mean it. Like, hey, I'm, I, saying, I'm, I I'm not saying in a famous type of way. I wouldn't be mad. They they need that wisdom over there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They need, they need some of that. If I get my words out. <laughs> no, I mean, but... it would be well thought out. I, I Like, I can see, I can see your mind... Uh, just going off of the conversation, like, mm, uh, how would I put, uh, mm, yeah, that, that's, I feel like that's how your brain be. It does, because you know why? I just don't be wanting to offend people. F em. I don't be wanting to offend people. I got a life that I'm trying to live. Right. <laughs> and I mean, I... nothing, no hiccups. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, I think we have one more thing on on there to talk about. What was it? Mm. It's five twenty one. Oh, perfect timing, huh? <laughs> we talked about well, collaboration and greatness, mm-hmm. controversial outrage. Yeah. Um, man of music or yeah. music or over, or music or man over man. Yeah. yeah. Kindergarten. Cop. Yeah. Cop. And I put I put cap. Oh, that's cop. And then uh, <laughs> faithfulness and loyalty. I don't know if you want to touch on that. Yeah. I, go ahead. Wait, no, no. Well, no, go ahead. No, what was you going to say? It's, you know, that first conversation we had, like, respect and loyalty. Yeah. Hearing loyalty explained in that way. Sorry. Maybe want to go with loyalty. Mm. Okay. Well. Real quick, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to have you do this too long. Can you just give me the definition of loyalty, real quick? Loyalty, something, something. Didn't Kendrick Lamar talk about loyalty? I got loyalty. Oh, loyalty, oh, loyalty loyal- is it? Loyalty, loyalty. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yep. yep. It, whose song is that? Is that is that his or Rihanna's? No, I, I think, think it's. That's uh, his song. I think it is. Tell me you know that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need the definition of loyalty. Okay. 
Because now I feel like we do toss that word around a lot. Yeah. Okay. Loyalty. It says the quality of being loyal is the noun, right? Mm -hmm. And it says a strong feeling of support or allegiance. Mm. Okay. And it's similar. It says similar allegiance and faithfulness. So it's along the um, same lines. Yeah, so, dang, we might have to revisit this one because I'm going to have to think about this. Um, And let me read this to it. Say, loyalty general term that signifies a person's devotion or sentiment of attachment to a particular object, which may be another person or a group of persons, an ideal, a duty, or a cause. Mm. Yeah. uh, Hmm. Because, see, I guess that really does make a lot of sense to what he was saying Mm -hmm. in that video earlier. Because you can be faithful to something, but if you're loyal to it, you're tying yourself to it. Mm. 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 But, see, faithful, it says this, remaining loyal and steadfast. True to the facts or the or or the original. Mm. Okay. Well, these words, see, these words is tricky because of how we use them. Yeah. Um. I don't. I really don't know. I really. I guess. I guess we do have to like find something for loyalty to really go against. Uh, besides like being unloyal or dishonest or you know something like that mm-hmm. but mm, because and then, I, I'm sorry. oh no no go Edwin. I was going to talk about respect yeah since I got the definition they doing a lot out here I know. Really honking. it's busting <laughs> it's busting message message <laughs> uh, <laughs> so respect it says a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. It says, do regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions traditions of others. And it says, admire someone or something deeply as a result of their abilities, qualities, or achievements. And it says, respect means that you accept somebody for who they are, even when they're different from you or you don't agree with them. Mm. It says respect in relationships builds feelings of trust, safety, and well-being. So. And it said it doesn't have to come naturally. It is something you learn. Wow. Uh, with that with mm-hmm. that being said, I'm, I would have been more, I'm leaning more so, so towards respect now than loyalty. Mm-hmm. Because. The respect is starting the foundation. Yeah, you know when you loyal to somebody, you um, when you loyal, you are just loyal to the people. You you know, it. I like that respect gives you that boundary of still, you know, still understanding that you can disagree with somebody, mm-hmm. but you still respect them. Mm-hmm. You know, loyalty is more so like that that 
person. Like, you did that, but it's all right. Like, yeah, you ain't got that no person. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got a yes man. Mm. So, should we lean... Should we lean to look for more people that um, that we can respect or that have will have respect for us and people that's loyal? Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's a good. That's a good thought. You know, thought provoking uh, conversation we might have to have because uh, I felt like uh, we was looking at everything as more so synonyms and. To come come back around to this this uh, topic of loyalty and respect, and to see respect in a whole new uh, view viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I I think I would just take the respect. All right. I think I'll take the respect. Wow. I take it. I would rather you respect me than uh, be loyal to me, mm-hmm. especially at a fault. Mm-hmm. Give me pushback. That's the respect makes you grow. Loyalty can hinder you. Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Well, on that note. That, that's what I got for this week's episode of. Man over music. Or music over man. And you've been locked in with your favorite host, Maisha. And Jakar. And we'll see y'all next week with another week of hot. Not. Topics. And we're out. You did. Cause I ain't seen my move. They set me down like I went out of space. Now I gotta go back to the moon. Nigga, right back on the shrooms. Nigga, get done like it ain't nothing to lose. Too much, I'm back on the move. Right back in the club, throwing racks to the pool. I'm about to start acting a fool. It's just you and me, and you know who I choose. You know this what happened, you can cut all the cool. I'm talking to me and not you. I miss out on millions and millions, that money is gone. Ain't getting no conversation, ain't no conversation for niggas, we ready to roll. Let's get back to the basic main reason they fake it, cause I done been fucking they hoes. Only reason you said it, cause this nigga said it, you sucking the dick in the toes. You get caught, gotta know how it go. Cause this shit can get tricky for sure. With enough to get put in a hole. Got a crew, but I've been all alone. I've been driving the car from the back, taking pictures of pieces in back of the roads. And I think the little boat wanna cook, so let's crank up the beef and get back to the shows. In Miami, we BP the boat. Put the bulletproof back on the road. In a minute, it's been so long. Ever wondered that I was doing wrong? I tell you, hold up, I'm switching up the tone. Me, you nigga can see me with a song. If a nigga didn't never see me, probably wouldn't be rapping all alone. He young gonna didn't get a season. You niggas will never put it on. I can stop, I gave what was needed. Yeah, I know y'all won't wanna put me on. Keep it cool, but they got me heated. And I'm about to show them how it go. Like a river, I show them how it flow. At the show, and they know I'm my MO. If you don't vote with me, don't do what I do. Thank you the one, but he really the two. Better get low when I hear that you're cool. I'm sending the cleaners through. I'm bailing out sober, they thinking it's over. You niggas ain't seen my move. They set me down like I went out of space. Now I gotta go back to the moon. Nigga back over the trees. Niggas still rolling, we back on the E. I'm still having soldiers to handle the knees. The vengeance is giving them ease. You talking that ratchet with all of that cheese. We having some lemons to squeeze. I let you be and do whatever I please. You know she do good on her knees. I finally discovered the breed. I'm glad I can see on the one they discussing. It ain't by the money you got me discussing. You like it, then he gotta love it. He hope I suit down just to get up and close to a nigga, cause I'm up above it. My homie keep begging to clean up a couple of niggas, but I ain't really budging. Gotta watch for the law, so I really can't talk to you niggas. But fuck it. I'm over at Boston, I gotta be cautious, cause niggas don't keep it a hundred. 
It ain't my fault that I had to fall out with you niggas, but fuck it. Ain't having time to be tongue. Rushing when niggas come see me in public. You can't be trusted, you gotta watch out for your people. Cause shit'll get ugly and you could be lucky if you could look out for your people. When he ain't had nothing and try to make something, we looking through hate for a needle. When you ever fall down in your back, hit the ground, better pray to the God you don't need him. Yeah. If you don't go with me, don't do what I do. Thank you the one, but he really the two. Better get low when I hear that you're cool. I'm sending the cleaners through. I'm bailing out sober, they thinking it's over. You niggas ain't seen my move. They set me down like I went out of space, now I gotta go back to the moon. 